When you're at Whole Foods without any money and you've eaten too much weed infused honey, you're in the bubble. You're in the Boulder bubble. Tech companies don't know what they're doing. A mountain town with ideas brewing. You're in the bubble. You're in the Boulder bubble. It's a pretty Hosted by Ethan and Donato. Hello and welcome, listeners. The time is now 4.02, which means it's time for the local shakedown here at Radio 1190, 1190 AM, and 98.9 FM in the Boulder Valley. My name is Grace, and I am the host of the local shakedown. I get to be here every Friday from 4 to 6 to share with you the best in local independent music from the Denver-Boulder area. Today, I am very excited and honored to be joined by my friends Ethan and Donato and Dr. Philip Stefano, Chancellor of CU Boulder. Um, they're going to be having a conversation here um, with us today. So uh, go ahead and take it away, guys. Thank you, Grace. Uh, yeah, we're super excited to have Chancellor Phil Stefano in the studio with us. Um, I was wondering if right off the bat you wouldn't mind going through your academic history. You don't have to tell us your grades or anything, but just introduce yourself. Um, sort of give us your background in academia a little bit. Sure, it's, it's uh, my pleasure to do so. Uh, Phil Stefano, I'm the Chancellor here at the University of Colorado uh, in Boulder. And uh, I did my undergraduate work at Ohio State University uh, and graduated with the uh, Bachelor of Science degree in English education. And when I left college, I actually taught high school uh, for about three years. And then I went back to get a master's degree from West Virginia University and a PhD from uh, Ohio State University in humanities education. And then came to the University of Colorado in 1974 uh, to be a professor of humanities in our school of education. And I've been here ever since. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Would you mind uh, telling for the listeners who might not know what your job entails as chancellor? Sure. The chancellor is the uh, CEO of the campus. Uh, and so uh, at the University of Colorado system, uh, there are four campuses. Uh, Colorado State, or I'm sorry, Colorado Springs, uh, the Anschutz Medical Campus, uh, Denver, and of course the flagship campus at Boulder. And each campus has a chancellor, uh, and uh, who's the CEO, and I'm the CEO of the Boulder campus. That's great. Um, I was also, I guess my biggest question is, um, you having come from a background in academia as a professor and then transitioning to a role as an administrator, um, how, how has that change kind of taught you things about like higher ed in general and give you, given you a more holistic view of higher education? Yeah, absolutely. So as a faculty member, as a professor in the School of Education, obviously I was most concerned about uh, my students um, that I was teaching, uh, the research that I was doing, and service to um, the community and the state uh, and the nation. Uh, now as the chancellor, plus other administrative roles that I've had, 
really gives me the opportunity to see the whole campus and how the whole campus operates. Uh, as chancellor, I'm what I would call an external chancellor. And what I mean by that is I spend a great deal of my time outside of campus working with our state legislature, uh, working in Washington, D.C. with our federal delegation, uh, and also working with uh, alumni, parents, donors, friends of the university, uh, not only throughout the country, but actually throughout the world. So I do quite a bit of um, meeting time uh, away from Boulder uh, with these various groups. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're an external chancellor. Do you find that you sort of miss being on campus sometimes? Do you make a concerted effort to, you know, uh, keep up with student activities, student uh, organizations on campus? Absolutely. Uh, I, obviously, I came here to, you know, be on campus, to work with students, uh, and uh, as much as I can uh, when I'm back in Boulder on campus, uh, just like today, uh, I had a meeting with uh, a group of parents uh, who are visiting today from uh, all over the country, uh, and I met their sons and daughters, our students, uh, came over to the UMC early, which gave me an opportunity to meet with some students before coming down to this interview. Great. Right. Yeah, and you're here right now talking to us, so thanks for that. It's my pleasure. Um, yeah, so what are some of your thoughts on higher education in general, um, especially since you've been through it in such different positions as a student and as a professor and now as the chancellor? So higher education has really changed fairly dramatically uh, in the last 10 years. I mean, the cost of education, higher education has gone up so much. And what I talk about a lot is the status quo in higher education just doesn't exist anymore. Uh, it used to be that um, the two sources of funding for higher education uh, was the state, here in Colorado, uh, was the state of Colorado and tuition. Those were the two major sources of funding. Uh, the state of Colorado has really uh, decreased its funding pretty substantially. Uh, we get a little bit over 4% of our total budget. So our total budget at Boulder is about, about $1.6 billion. And a little bit more than 4% of that comes from the state. And so we can't always put it on the back of students and their parents by raising tuition all the time. And that's why we've taken steps to be, I would say, much more innovative. It's one of my goals to be the top innovative and entrepreneurial uh, university, public university in the country, so that we're looking at different ways of funding higher education rather than on the backs of students. Would I, you mind taking a second to talk about some of those ways and approaches you've taken to like be more innovative? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, so just a, just a few ways. Um, one uh, is our work with um, industry. Uh, and uh, we do about $510 million a year in research funding. Most of that comes from the federal government. What we've not tapped into is having research projects with industry, for example, um, in aerospace engineering, uh, working, let's say, with Lockheed Martin and Denver. Mm -hmm. Uh, that way we're able to get some additional funding for the university that helps offset um, what we're doing with uh, tuition and fees. Uh, the other is uh, private fundraising. Uh, when I became chancellor uh, back in 2009, we were raising about $85 million a year in private fundraising. Uh, last year it was $146 million. 
uh, and I'm looking to raise about $160 million this year. That money goes for scholarships, uh, pays for professor salaries. Uh, so again, it's, it's a way of bringing in some additional resources rather than the traditional ways. I understand you're a first-generation college graduate, is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Has that sort of affected your view of high, higher education? I mean, it sounds like you're pretty concerned with making higher education more affordable for those who might not be able to afford it. Absolutely. So uh, I'm the first in my family uh, to go to college, and I grew up uh, in what was called what we would call today the Rust Belt uh, in Ohio with steel mills and coal mines which actually don't exist anymore, but that was the major source of funding back there, of, of revenue. Uh, and I decided to go to college and um, finished in four years and had to pay for um, most of my education because my family couldn't afford it. And so I certainly understand the struggles that uh, first-generation students, as well as all students, go through uh, as far as funding their education. And that's why I'm looking at these alternative ways and doing some things on campus that, that I think uh, are very unique uh, to the University of Colorado Boulder. Sure. Mm. Besides um, like funding, what are some other like key issues that you see um, needing to be addressed at universities in general and maybe see you in particular? Are there any like key issues? Well, I think, I think there are key issues. I mean, obviously, um, and they fall into a couple categories. Uh, for example, uh, student debt is, and you know, that obviously that's related to uh, budget and tuition. But uh, you know, what I've said many times is that you know, a, a student who leaves the university with a degree in debt is one thing. However, a student who leaves the university without a degree in debt, uh, that's that's a really difficult situation to be in. And so what I've tried to work on is uh, with uh, the deans and other administrators and staff, ways of making sure that our students can graduate in four years or five at the most. Uh, our students do leave with some debt, uh, but I'm happy to say that because of the amount of money that we've put into financial aid, uh, we've actually seen a decrease in student debt of about 14% over the last three years. So again, it's ways of looking at, you know, how can our students be successful, which is a major goal of mine, finish in four years and leave with little or no debt. Um, that to me is, is one of the most important things that we can do with the university. Absolutely. Uh, well, we are a radio station. The last topic on the agenda, let's talk music. Sure. All right. <laughs> do you find time uh, to listen to music? Is it a hobby of yours? Well, I don't know if it's a hobby of mine, but, uh, you know, given the stresses of the job, uh, I try to uh, find time every day to exercise uh, at least 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day. And uh, I always listen to Motown. I mean, oh, really? I, yeah, I, I'm a product of the 60s. Sure. So it isn't true that you only listen to this You Fight song. No, <laughs> no I, listen, I listen to a lot of Motown, as I said. Uh, and uh, and that's fun. Cool. Awesome. Is that so? That's your workout playlist and your sort of leisure playlist is Motown. Yeah, it's it's uh, okay. Motown or you know I like jazz a lot. Uh, you know I uh, people laugh my staff because I'm uh, a big Lady Gaga and Tony. Are Bennett. you really? Yeah, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett. They did this duet uh, uh, CD that I have, which I really. Love. Should we get it in rotation in here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Love yeah. to. 
Fantastic. Great. Do you have any more questions, Donato? No, I don't think so. Cool. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming down. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. That's Chancellor Phil DiStefano, uh, live on air, Radio 1190, 1190 AM, 98.9 FM in Boulder. Coming up next is The Local Shakedown. Hi, Cindy. Hi, how are you? Doing good. This is Ethan and Donato at Radio 1190. Yeah, uh, how are you doing? Doing pretty great. It's good to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, sorry that took so long. That's okay. We're having all sorts of problems with our computer today. Oh, that's all right. It's, uh, I'm sitting on the porch. It's, it's a nice fall day in Athens, Georgia. Ooh, beautiful. So, so it's cool. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> Are you on tour right now or going on tour soon? I just got back from the B-52. I stint with the B-52s. We played uh, San Francisco on Halloween, and we played L.A. We played the, uh, what is it, a uh, festival there, and... Uh, uh, and also uh, played, uh, yeah, in near San Diego, the Belly Up, for two nights. That's awesome. And yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. It was such great fun. And uh, but I'm crashed out now here on the park. Yeah, yeah. How is <laughs> how is I'm about touring? To go back out with uh, on, with the solo after starting Friday. Right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're you're going on tour for that. Yeah, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to start in Atlanta with, and Olivia Jean is opening up for us. Uh, so I'm not I'm be... not familiar with her. Who who is that? Um, well, you can Google her. She's uh, she's amazing, mm-hmm. uh, rock and roller. You know, uh, she's multi talented, and uh, it's it's uh, it's going to be a pleasure to have the bunch of. Uh, with us is gonna be great. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh huh. So yeah, so we're using this interview for um, a podcast that we do that's about Boulder, Colorado. Have you ever been to Boulder? Boulder is 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 great. Yeah. It's a college town. Uh-huh. I love Boulder. Awesome. Have you played in Boulder ever? Yeah, the B-52s. We played. Uh, I forgot where it was, but probably like know, Boulder yeah. Theater, maybe. Maybe so. Yeah. Yeah, you when know. when was that? Oh, uh, it's been a few years. Not mm. not tens of years, but you know, it's been a few years. Yeah, so recently. Um, yeah, so so oh uh, yeah, I love the whole vibe of Boulder. Yeah, you know. Boulder's a super wacky place. Um, yeah, which I like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, so you're playing in Denver on this upcoming tour? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun because uh, we're driving. You know, we're, it's like starting over. You know, but it's it's a real adventure, and uh, you know we have the equipment in the back, and we have everybody in the band, and we just take off, and uh, we uh, do these tours like with space between each city, so we can, you know, just propel ourselves onward. You know, and yeah. so we're gonna we're gonna be. Uh, New Salt Lake City, and uh, we're gonna go Denver, and uh, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah. do you enjoy touring now as much as you did when you started touring in your younger days? I do, you know, because uh, when you stop touring, you kind of, you know, I like coming back home, but uh, 
it's also uh, like a you know it's what we do for a living right so so it's like you know it's like commuting in a way you know totally do you feel more comfortable touring or like recording in a studio like which has been kind of more your preference well you know in the past I didn't necessarily like going into the studio with with the B-52s you know but I loved you know writing right so you know because we write all a lot of times all together and it's it's a happening you know and it's it's like grabbing something from the ether was the studio just uh like sort of straining it was back in back in the old days you you know you didn't have much you only had a certain amount of time to deal with anything you know and uh and so and also the producer would you know use a, a big i mean could really change things good or bad you know right and uh, and so you know it's always been a challenge for me with the b52s but i like i said i love writing but with the solo um i really enjoyed the whole process of of, of being in the studio because we got to take our time mm-hmm. and uh we and so the quality felt really there. It's it's nice and when the studio can be like a creative space. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with this. And so I feel like things were more flushed out, and we've got you know a good uh, vocal uh, feel, and I got to experiment. So it was it was, and we got to have. Uh, all these wonderful musicians come in. We had, you know, violin. Uh, we had uh, flutes. We had horns. We've had, you know, uh, amazing bass. And it's it was just been a real treat to kind of watch it all come together. So I, I really adored uh, working on the solo. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So. Uh Tell us a little bit more about that solo record. How long did it take for you to write those songs? Um, how did it come about? Well, I've been telling everybody, you know, people think it's, you know, it's called a solo effort, but in reality, it's, I'm working with these fabulous people who are in my band and are, you know, geniuses. And um, so it's been a, a learning school for me. So I'm kind of surrendering surrendering to the process you wow. know I brought in a couple of songs but but uh, uh, you know and I got I get to uh, put my you know two cents in worth and and mm-hmm. what I like about things and, and stuff like that I'm part of the process but I, it's been a wonderful to uh, be uh, writing our or, or just seeing how the younger uh, generation, you know, I hate that. That sounds so old. Don't say that. But you know, <laughs> like a, a, like a, you know, younger musicians are uh, are writing, and and uh, and so it sounds to me very modern. Hmm. Totally. Would you say that it it sounds like the B fifty twos at all, or are you exploring sort of new styles? Well, and and yeah, there's a certain styles that I've done touched on in the band. I could do a lot of things with my my folk voice you know mm-hmm. and so but um suny was uh looking for uh, a style that would be 
uh, on the whole album, which, you know, and, and it does. There's a, a certain uh, uh, kind of, like I said, style that, that just transcends and it's part of the whole record, I think. And, um, and so that's what we were going for. And I, I really love the way it turned out. Yeah. What would you say that, that style is? Is it just a certain attitude or uh, a certain feeling? It's, well, it's not, I mean, I'm not singing like hardcore, like rock, you know, like yeah. in the 52s. Um, you know, a lot of my vocals are, are kind of punk-esque, I guess, mm -hmm. or screaming. or. And, but also, I get to do a lot of harmonies with uh, Kate. Uh, but I'm, but uh, the guys are doing the harmonies in this one, which is really cool. You know, and uh, I love that. You know, uh, so there's uh, there's some similarities with uh, uh, having harmony and uh, I love and and a good melody. Beastie yeah. Two's always had really great melodies, and I think yeah, definitely we, we've done that too. You know, and uh, and there's a playfulness yeah. on on this uh, album too. So uh, yeah, there's a there's similarities. Cool, yeah. What about like lyrically for this record? Are there any topics you're exploring on it? Um, well, um, you know, it's kind of more inward, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Like uh, the vocal kind of lends itself. The style that I'm doing is uh, is kind of uh, <clears throat> lends itself to being more inward or erotic or demented at, at times. You really? know, I love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and um, so. There's a lot I can do with that, so it's really interesting. It's like having uh, a bunch of new paints to work yeah. with, you know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. new new tools or something. Yeah, like brushes. Yeah, so that's exactly what's going on. So y you mentioned earlier, um, kind of like working with some younger musicians. Um, do you find yourself like optimistic about music nowadays? Like, are you still excited? Uh, by the direction that like the music industry is going, or are you like pessimistic about it? Well, it's like all I have to say is it's very different, right. and and the good news is there's a lot more people uh, doing music, which is great. But the bad news is it's really hard to get seen, or yeah. you know, or paid attention to because of of that as well. Right, you know? and also. You know, record companies aren't like doling out money. You know, no. it used to yeah, used, not at all. They used to be like banks. I mean, you would have to pay it back. Right. You know, if, if you were lucky enough, but in uh, that would come out of your of your you know earnings and stuff. But it's hard. It's very hard. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people trying to make it. You think it's and, harder uh, now than when you were starting out? Well, it's different. We were. I, I don't know. We were lucky, I have to admit. But also, we did have we were there at the right time in the right place, with being a unique uh, and interesting band uh, mm -hmm. that that was original, you know, and you know, and and it was uh, a lot of people. It was kind of before its time too, you know. Yeah, I agree. So, so um, yeah, I think I think. Uh, all that was part of it, you know. Yeah. But you know, but uh, like Kill Rockstar is a partner with me on this record. You know? Yeah, like that's I, how we got in contact with you. Yeah, so it's really cool, and I'm I feel very lucky to uh, have you know 
been turned on to them. I mean, somebody, I can't tell you how many musicians tell me, you're kind of a rock star, are you kidding? They're the best, you know, because yeah. they've got a really good reputation about being cool with their artists and everything and, and helpful and, you know, not, you know, fucked up as some can be, you <laughs> right, know. Right. So, um, so no, but it's been it's been wonderful and uh, and their guidance in this whole whole you know new kind of music scene you know business wide has been really helpful. Are there any current um, or like younger modern bands who you're like really stoked on or into? Yeah, I, I'm obsessed with Tame Impala. Yeah, huh. <laughs> just totally. Yeah, I I, I, I don't get tired of. In all their catalog, you know, so it's like really um, good songwriting. I have to it's say, it's good. It's yeah. good, you know. So I'm obsessed with that, and and you know, and my son turns me on to uh, uh, different groups, you know. So yeah. we usually just have his uh, iPod on. Okay, <laughs> right. Know? Do you? Uh, yeah, I I feel like I hear a lot of bands nowadays like that are pretty influenced by like B-52s and even Devo. Absolutely. That's yeah, like a pretty absolutely. big thing right now. Yeah, um, and it's interesting to see that, you know, and yeah. really cool. Really cool. Yeah, definitely. So um, when can we hear this new record of yours? Well, it's going to be coming out December 1st. Okay, so. awesome. And yeah, I've been, it's like, taking a while for it to come out but uh it's going to be on pink vinyl oh sweet uh, so you can go to uh, uh online i guess where is it i think i okay. saw it on Bandcamp. Bandcamp, okay yeah. and um and order it and get the uh the hot pink vinyl which is Definitely. really cool looking and and uh we got eps and stuff have you so. considered uh cassette tapes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would yeah, be very absolutely. cool. I would buy a cassette tape. I know, right? I'm still living in those days. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love, I love those. They're great. But I know. It's so easy. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but so that's coming out. And we're also, we did a video for one of the songs that are on the upcoming album, which is Brother. Awesome. And, and that's going to be, you know, uh, part of the whole process of promoting it the album you know and so that's uh, coming that's coming out in, uh in about a few days or a week sweet and well yeah so, we're looking forward yeah. to it yeah so check it out <laughs> well thank you for talking to us today oh it was fun thank you yeah we really appreciate it all righty cool see you yeah bye yeah. Have, a have a good one, one. bye